0: This is. Make it kind. M.I.P.
2: With Massimilia Matfumo. Mark Thompson. Make it
1: kind. Get woke.
2: God bless you. Good morning. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, M.I.P. is COVID free. Free meaning you don't need a subscription to hear MIP every day now for a limited time. While we endure this pandemic, we want to make it available to everyone. So wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, MIP is COVID free and available to you and everyone without a subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a state in the union which gives some of us a level of concern and anxiety. Some of us even PTSD from four years ago, to be honest. But we remain ever hopeful and optimistic. And there's someone here to help us do that. I'm talking about the great state of Wisconsin and I'm talking about a representative who represents the 11th district in Wisconsin, Representative Jason Fields joins us now, and we welcome Jason Fields to make it plain. My brother, how are you, man?
1: I'm good, Reverend. How are you, man? I was telling you earlier, I'm so used to seeing, you know, that that wisdom, that face on TV and news. So uh, I knew this was the place we had to be. <laughs> yeah, well, brother, I,
2: I thank you for being here, and it's an honor to have you, and I respect you and your work and your... Uh, activism and you're representing the people uh, as well. First of all, um, you, your family, your loved ones, is everyone safe? You all been surviving this pandemic?
1: Thank you. Uh, Yeah, everybody's fine. Uh, It is, I'll be honest with you, it is what we're seeing in Wisconsin. And this is some of the stuff that we'll be talking about when we talk about being on pins and needles in Wisconsin. You know, when this pandemic first hit, African-Americans, Milwaukee, where I represent all the urban areas, we would hit the hardest. On the flip side of that coin, you had the other side going, well, we don't want the mask. We don't want to do all this stuff. Now that it's flip flop, Now it's a pandemic. <laughs> now it's a concern that, you know, our, in areas where we represent is going down because we're all taking precautions. But now what we find is hospitals are uh, running out of space, 80 percent capacity. They are, sh- they are had to open up other areas in the urban areas to transport patients from those areas where people didn't believe they should be wearing masks. So hmm. it, it is, God has a, a crazy sense of irony. <laughs> he going not wake one way or the other.
2: So now those are the areas where people were not wearing masks. Early on, I know Milwaukee was hit kind of hard. Has has it subsided? Some in Milwaukee.
1: It has subsided. It's tapered off. Even though Wisconsin as a whole, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Doc, we we probably in the top three as far as red hot spots, and and a lot of the uh, the urban areas we've gotten a hold of it because more people are exercising caution. But what we're seeing is a spike in the outside urban areas, and so you know we're not out of the woods yet. But more people are, particularly in the urban areas, because of deaths, Milwaukee is a small sort of, you know, city. So, you know, a lot of people. And so when we've had those deaths, it opened a lot of eyes for us here because we all knew people personally who passed away. And so Mm. um, in my community, we said, listen, let's uh, let's do what we can. Um, And so you see the spike in outside areas.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so obviously, um, people need to vote by mail. Yeah, y'all built for that. How's that going?
1: We, we are we are fighting <laughs> like always. Uh, we are fighting. I think if you notice, a lot of places had stadiums that opened up. Right. We were looking to get the Bucks Arena, uh, maybe the Brewer Stadium, which would make sense. Uh, but you know that was sort of between the Republicans challenged that, um, you know, in the city of Milwaukee was saying, well, we don't know if we wanna do that now. So I'll tell you this, yes, I'll tell you, it has literally as an African-American man, as a black man, it's hard not to feel like, you know, we're fighting just to vote, you know, on either side for Joe Biden, you know, and that said, You know we're still fighting and making sure that in this pandemic, this is now the time to exercise caution. So we're fighting now. Uh, The Supreme Court just ruled. You know we could do early voting or extension of early voting. Republicans. You know it was a ruling that overruled that, saying now we can't do it. So the games are being played day and night. You know every day, all day, every day. There's some they're suing somebody for trying to suppress the vote. And so right now we're fighting, we're looking good, but I'm optimistic, man, that at this point in time, black folks have, black folks have had enough. You know, no. I'm, I'm, there's, there, there's we get to a point where you go, we're tired of being sick and tired. And what you see now is we had over 600,000 absentee ballots requested. And so a lot of folks are taking this serious. You know, I'm not going to say we over the hump, but I can tell you this. I'm more excited about where we're coming because it seems like we understand that this is the moment now for us to put somebody who's going to at least hear us and do some of the things we know need to be done in our community.
2: How many absentee ballots did you over, say?
1: Over 600,000. So over 600,000 ballots requested. And right now we're in that, that reg- that what between October 15th Uh, which starts today and then October, I want to say 20th or 30th, we're in that period where now you can begin to go to your municipal clerk and start voting early, start registering. And so we're making a big push to get people to the polls, get to the campaigns so that we don't have um, the same problems we had in April earlier where the city of Milwaukee went from 180 voting locations to five. 180 voting locations to five in the middle of a pandemic. And what we found, and I'm going to say this, brother, because, you know, I, I love you, love the show. There was, in my personal belief, you had a mayor's race where he was running against African-American. And you also have the Republicans saying, we don't want to, we want to, you know, we want to suppress the vote. Well, he benefited from that closure in those polls. Mm. So 50 percent of African-American voters were disenfranchised because we went from one hundred and eighty voting locations to just five in a city with a population of five hundred thousand. Yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, bro. Wait
2: a minute now. So what happens November 3rd? How many voting locations? Well,
1: we will have more. We will have more than that. And that's one of the things that we're fighting about now. Uh, Can we get more due to COVID? So we have a group of people where we're recruiting a lot of our business folks to say, listen, if we want to do this right, we need to have a space that's accessible for people who are handicapped. That's why we were urging the Milwaukee Bucks Arena, the Brewer Stadium as a location. And so that's a battle we're having right now. Um, You know, whatever the case, I believe we'll be successful but we will not allow just five locations anymore. We already have more than that. The question now is can we get more and bigger spaces?
2: Are the Bucks and the Brewers stadiums off the table now?
1: Um, the Bucks were they they it, we're we're battling about it. I'm not going to say they're completely off the table. Um because again, what 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 my sources and the people I know are talking to the mayor and saying, "Listen, This will be detrimental because we've been through this process already and we're not going to settle for this anymore. You know, we want Joe Biden in as a community. And for us, it's now we're fighting to make sure every vote, every ballot is counted, because one of the court cases we were talking about was, will we be able to have ballots come in uh, Hmm. as long as they're postmarked by November 3rd? So we're trying to make sure every angle is covered. Uh, right. To make
2: sure Joe Biden wins. Yeah. Well, again, um, speaking of those stadiums, and, and I was involved in a, a, a small role in talking to some of these stadiums in these cities, and, you know, Atlanta signed on, yep. even the Dodgers. Yep. But, I mean, California is not as much of a battleground as Wisconsin. We need them jokes. I mean, if I had to choose between the Brewers and the Bucks versus Dodger Stadium, because I know what I'm gonna get in Dodger Stadium. It's still safer for people to be spread out. That's right. But I need the difference that Wisconsin's gonna make up. And again, that's, that's why we got PTSD because they they tricked they tripped us with your state four years ago. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, we I think we we I'll say this, and you have not talked about this not only did we fall for the okie doke we we even participated in it mm. by not being aggressive. Um, I will acknowledge that the Clinton campaign, she should have came to Wisconsin more. I think we all know that. Um, but they did trick us. And right now, and I love your phrase, PTSD, we're, we're not trying to have that anymore. I mean, really? you you really have a group of people on the ground. And I love the fact that the, the youth, this young group right. are really pushing social justice, economic justice, fighting against police brutality. And this is where the margin is being made up. This, this We have great young activists on the ground, brother, who are not taking, no holds barred. You know, they're not falling for this anymore. Right. And so we in the elected officials, uh, Ram, we're, we're meeting them with focusing on the census and trying to make sure that's done, even though they just, You know, rule that we they wanted to stop it. And so we're constantly fighting all these battles. But again, I think that's when we as a people, that's when we do our best, man. When our back is up against the wall and when we feel like something is getting taken away from us, we will come out and do it out of spite just because we feel like it. And when you and I'ma say this, when we see these stories of the Kanye's, the ice cubes, all these people who somehow have just thrown us for a major loop, then we start to question the sincerity and who's really at the helm running a lot of this stuff. And we know it's not people who care about us. And so that's when we come out and give our best.
2: Well, folks, uh, Representative Fields and I, we're talking about Kanye and all the latest we won't get back into everything because probably best that some of most of that was offline. Yeah. But it's it's see, something about your state, man. They like to do the trick there. Yes, so, they do. So what happened? Some folk tried to get Kanye on the ballot. On the ballot. Then,
1: on the ballot. They came in, tried to get Kanye on the ballot. What they they broke the law because what they were doing was signing people's name on a on a nom- in order to get on the ballot fraudulently, and you know it is it, it, just. And here's where you know not to be conspiracy theorists, but let's be honest: we all know who that would have benefited, you know. And so, you know, thank God we saw it, we caught it. Our election commission was. We have people come out, you know, say, look, that's, I didn't sign this. I didn't put my name on this. And you had a lot of those kind of incidences, enough where he didn't get put on the ballot. And when you look at the from the closures to, you know, trying to close, trying to suppress the vote, trying to close the polling locations mm-hmm. every day, brother, they are throwing some kind of trickery, some kind of strategy at us. Now the strategy, confusion. Get enough people confused where they just throw their hands up and go, you know what? This is so much garbage. I'm not going to be I'm not going to fall for it. Right. right. To continue to move against that, because, again, even those of us in Wisconsin realize, listen, we screwed this up in 2016. We're not going to do this again. And yeah. so now I think you we're all on alert. You know, and, yeah. and every time we see these those these bots, the the, the algorithms, the trickery. We're trying to call it and cut it off at the knees before it gets started, man.
2: Well, and of course, we also were talking earlier about informa- disinformation yes. targeting black men. Yes. So, what's happening in the walk in Wisconsin in terms of black men? Are have you all been able to keep black men informed and engaged and let them know that not voting is not an option?
1: Yeah, we we have a number of, I do a number of marketing things from social media. We have a number of activists on the ground, uh, whether it be a Ray Nitty who walked from, you know, Milwaukee to D.C. Uh, a lot of our activists are coming out and taking a stance going. And these are African-American brothers, you know, people who have good credibility on the streets to, from the boardroom. And all of us are on one page championing the same thing that if we don't have a seat at the table, we probably on the menu. If we don't get out and vote, you know, you can't keep here saying, well, I don't like either choices. One choice is better than the other. Let's be, let's, let's get that clear. One choice is way better than the other. And so when we consistently talk me, we're getting into groups where we're talking about the future of Milwaukee and where we go, more needs to be done. Our black caucus, we're, consistently putting out messages trying to make sure everybody is understanding the rules of engagement. Uh, I just put something out there to a bunch of brothers and folks saying we're not out of the woods. This thing can there is a possible way for the current person in office to still win and so we have to be leery and weary of all these strategies and techniques and we have to stand diligent. I'll say this man Black men, we we are going through so much, brother. I mean, it, it is we are going through so much from the police brutality, police injustices, um, that leaning on black women to hold us up, uh, you know, is just as important. Has not you know has been just as important in making sure that we have right now, uh, Rev. We even have a police chief opening black candidates there. You know, we're vying for Black men. And so this is where, this is a time where we're trying to come together to get a seat at the table and change the narrative.
2: Right, right, right. Everybody heard what he said. Black police chief opening, looking at Black men, and I presume some Black women too. See, when they ran the disinformation on Common, y'all. Oh. See, see, watch this. I want y'all to go back, and y'all figure this out on your own, y'all listeners now. Some of the same people complaining about Joe Biden and we not voting wouldn't support the black woman. And why? Because Steve Bannon and some other people put this narrative out there. That's right. That any black person who was a prosecutor was no good. Yeah. Now, did you hear what the representative just said? Let's put our thinking caps on. When did we decide we didn't need people to look like us in law enforcement? You damn right. Right. Milwaukee needs a black police chief. So what are we going to say? Oh, anybody, we don't want no black police chief. And we're just going to let that go. Right. So we can remain in the situation we're in. I mean, unless y'all going to abolish the police. I don't think y'all about to abolish the police yet. Are you? I know some people want to do that. But
1: we ain't there yet. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the strategy where we as and, and that's the strategy. Where we have to understand this is chess. It's not checkers. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. we
1: can't complain when we have the opportunity right. to put people like us, who not just because they black, because they black, qualified, smart, intelligent, and right. know what they're doing. We right. can't pass that opportunity up and then complain on the back end saying, "Well, they gave us this." No, Kamala was in the presidential campaign race. Right. She, right. she was up. She was on stage. Right. We had an opportunity to vote for them there. That's right. So we can't complain because, quite honestly, maybe a lot of us didn't go that route or we fell victim to the okie doke and believe that that message, that narrative that got put out there.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but folks, what you think about what Representative Fields just said, just naturally in the position he's in in a city like Milwaukee. They have a police department. Yep. They have openings. You've got to have someone who looks like the community they, they serve. serve. That's right. I mean, that's just, I hope people are clear on that. I hope we don't you know, continue to fall for that okie doke. That's very, very, very important. And and good luck with that. Um, I, I, I hope that that can um, work out in the way it's supposed to. Now, speaking of the police, some of my friends, Uh, Tamika Mallory and others are descending in the area um, because of Joseph Mensah and the shooting of of Alvin Cole. Where where is where is that?
1: Uh, You know that those are two of many, which is sad to report. Uh, A good friend of mine, we are now was hit by a sheriff who wasn't looking on his killed him. And we are, and, 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 and Rev, he, he's been guilty of this before, but still on a police force. Mm. So we are fighting consistently for equitable treatment, not special treatment, equitable treatment. And the danger, and I'll say this with these situations, particularly with a I'd be remiss if I didn't say there was a concern when you have an African-American officer in a predominantly white city three shootings over the last 5 years all fatalities and he's a black man because on one hand it gives a it gives a sense of we can get away with this kind of stuff if it's him i'm not going to speak to his character uh i don't know him but i'm gravely concerned when we see the, the, the penalties that are handed down from our judicial system, totally ignore what this community deserves, mm-hmm. sentencing, firing. And we consistently deal with this on these levels. And so, yeah, we have, and let's be clear, we can protest all day and we should, but you and I both know until you start getting people in positions of power, Until you can start, you know, for all intents and purposes, get more elected officials across the state who can change these laws and these narratives and these processes, that's where the battle starts. I love what my protesters are doing. I love it. I've always said after that, then what? Because if we haven't came away with somebody in power to help us change these things, if we haven't changed the laws or the processes, we'll be protesting again. Right. And so that's where the fight has to really take place. And I think, you know, you know that that's, this is about power and who's wielding it. And if you're not with us, you're against us. And some people have to go. We yeah. have to get tired of being sick and tired where we call for our, our, our other police chief, to, who was a Latino. Um, he just he wasn't good with the community. He just mm-hmm. he wasn't good with the community. Mm -hmm. And until you get people in those positions, brother, that's where the main battle starts.
2: Well, and even the right kind of black folk.
1: That's right. So I
2: give an example. Um, So one of my mentors, I went to Georgetown. I worked for the basketball team. One of my mentors was Coach Thompson, who we just recently lost. Yeah. He called me from the hospital not long before he passed away. Because we we talk politics. We remain close ever since I left school. He said, Mark, uh, all this, to your point, Representative Fields, all this protesting, Mark I'm watching on TV, is that really going to make the difference? And I said, Coach, well, it's a good question. I mean, it's important. I said, but if we can't get people to not just do this for a moment—that's right—but also to vote. That's Because people right. talk about not voting; they're not just talking about the president. They said right. we're just not going to vote. So if you don't vote, you don't elect a representative fields to make sure right. your Rusted Dusties have a black police chief. Right. If you don't vote, then you continue to have a Daniel Cameron in office in Louisville who looks like us, but ain't clearly ain't one of us. No. So so. I mean, at a moment of Black Lives Matter and this police-demic, for people to be saying don't vote, that's cognitive dissonance. And them folk are either working for somebody else or they're bots. And Coach and I talked about that. Yeah. And and then, as you know, there's voting. That's one day every two years. But them other 365 days or, or two years in between, it's about meetings. It's about accountability. That's right. It's about the pressure. When, when I was leading the D.C. police task force in Washington, D.C., we got everything we wanted represented fields because of the fear of us protesting. They knew we could. So we sit in the room with the chief of police, say, hey, we want A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it helped, too, that Marion was still the mayor. But, <laughs> but we want A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay, we'll, we'll give you this. Because they didn't want us to get in the street. So the, the real purpose of protests. Right is to have something to negotiate with in the suite. That's right. So you don't go out in have right. to go out in the street. That's right. You know, and then everybody's good. So you, you're absolutely right, folks. That's why we have to vote. That's right. Okay. And that's why we have to hold them accountable. It, you can never people think they can just do one thing and then just fall back. Yeah. And take care of itself.
1: And that's the danger of this. And, and and I was meeting with one of the leaders and I and I was telling him, you know, there has to be a strategy from the infrastructure that you put in place to then, yes, the protests and the vehicle, it's a great part. It's one piece of the strategy. As you pointed out, Rev. you still need to be in the room to do the negotiating. You yeah. still need to know, well, what's going to happen. And, and, and I'm talking about policies and practices that will actually effectuate change. Mm-hmm. The concern will be we do this and then, you know, it's, it's for the moment, right? It's, it's hype, everybody's doing it. But then after a while, you it dies down. And so it becomes a, if you have a game plan, what's the game plan? Don't use the protesting just to protest. Use the protesting to effectuate change and partner with people to, and get, like you guys did, give them something. Here's the list. Here are the things we want to get changed. If you don't do that, then you, in, in essence, you, nobody has to worry about you. You know what I mean? If I know you're going to die off or you're going to calm down, I, I can just wait you out. So yeah. it has to be a game plan and strategy. And we're getting that. We have that particularly on, you know, the things that we want to see change, starting with who's in power. And if this person is in power, these are the expectations that we want to have. We don't want to see 50 to 60, 70 percent of the city budget going to law enforcement. Nothing wrong with law enforcement. We need them. Cool. I'm, I'm with you on that. But at this point in time, we need to start focusing on the front end of these items, the front end of these issues to prevent people from getting from being in, you know, being in a situation where law enforcement is called anyway, they need training for mental health issues. How do you recognize it? And quite honestly, and I'll be you know we gotta talk about this this the this the historical perspective of why law enforcement was created and how some of that has continued to this day, yeah, and if you are not if you do not want to talk about that, you need to go because we've seen too many instances. I saw yesterday a couple of days ago, there was a story where you know in Kenosha we had the um, the shooting, the Blake shooting, where he was shot in the back. He had a knife apparently in the back of his truck. A couple of days ago, I just saw a news report where a young white man was laying on the ground, stabbed a police officer in the neck, got up, started running. They tased this person. Hmm. You can't. And we've seen too many stories like that. Right. Something is wrong where we're seeing those kinds of stories consistently. We right. have to talk about those things. And that starts with who's in power. And will you change the narrative?
2: Absolutely. And then you know you got Rittenhouse being treated differently. Oh, if he had been black, they gave I mean, him the water with nothing. Huh? I watched.
1: <laughs> Rep, I watched the video. The boy walked down the street, went up to police cars. That I, had he had that been me, you, we would have been dead. Oh yeah, we wouldn't even made it that far.
2: Yeah, They... <laughs> They shoot us for even thinking about doing something like that, let alone actually doing it. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing. But folks, here, here's the here's the other point. And, and this is one more thing I'll say on that, and I'm sure you agree. I always remind people, too, and we were talking about this in the context of Ice Cube and folks clout chasing. Being in Milwaukee, doing the work you're doing, working with the community, holding the police accountable, that doesn't get your name in lights. No, no, no. Everybody wants to be right national leader. Yeah, Representative Fields. But I remind people, that Dodge King didn't wasn't really national leader. Right. He was in Montgomery, and then he went to Birmingham. Yeah. And then he went to Selma and other cities. It wasn't. Well, hey, didn't nobody sit down here have a meeting? Hey, let's figure out how we could be national leaders. <laughs> And then the only leadership and following you have is on social media. Right. So again, it's not just voting, but having the discipline of doing the unsexy, unglamorous work. That's right. In your local community. That's right. In the cracks and crevices. That's right. Cities like Milwaukee and Louisville, where there ain't no cameras. That's right. Hammering that stuff out. And see, folks, that's why not only do we need to do this, not only do we need to do this work. But you got to elect brothers like Jason Fields uh, and keep them in office. I mean, we need, put it this way, Jason Fields is a bright young man. He has a bright future. Jason Fields can probably run for Congress or Senator one day. But we will still need Jason Fields yep. in the state and local positions. I know people want to be big. But then with Jason, when Jason Fields goes up, we need another Jason Fields. That's to right. Keep that moving on the local piece. That's right. Because watch this. This census that they jammed up. Yes, they did. See, Jason Fields is in a position to figure out, well, wait a minute. We know we undercounted. Right. How do we do the redistricting? How do we get the resources to the place that are undercounted? That doesn't happen by itself.
1: You know, and my, I want to point, I'm glad you brought that up because it goes into the trickery that you see Whenever we start getting ahead, like you, like first we were all doing the promote. Everybody, you got to do your senses. Got to go out and do your senses. Right. And then when they hear, well, they cut the senses out. In our minds, unfortunately, we sometimes give them a victory, and and we get you know bummed out, bewildered, down as if we lost. No, we keep fighting. They yeah. want you to feel that way. That's right. That's and so right. that's why we have to continue to overcome and fight those. And I couldn't agree with you more as I'm like, I champion a lot of equity capital, getting, getting minority businesses access to capital Mm -hmm. and I'm leaving the legislature. But what I did, we have a, in our community, we need to make sure there's a pipeline. So the young lady who's coming up to me, a mentee state representative, she'll be elected degree uh, from Marquette university, African-American woman, temperament to, and this is what I said, not clout chase, not clap chase. Because you and I both know the real work that's done, it ain't on the camera. <laughs> it, ain't, it, it, it You, you mm-hmm. don't even know. In fact, half the time the stuff you see on the camera is after everything been worked out. That's and right. so those are the kinds of talent and temperament and strategies we need to be aware of. You know, I don't, I don't rush to the camera because that ain't where the real work is done. <laughs> the real right. work is done behind the scenes. And we need more people who, like you said, I'm not trying to be famous. I'm trying to get stuff done for my community.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and but I still say to people, Dr. King became famous. Being local. Yeah. I mean, that was still the blessing that came from that. So, folks, this is all very important. So I want to go back. So six hundred thousand absentee ballots that's requested That's statewide.
1: Correct. That's up until today. I'd be like to my but my numbers. One of my political people just sent me the numbers, and they said six hundred thousand. Um, mm-hmm. I think was requested,
2: and that'll probably go up. Yep. Are you feeling confident if everything falls into place the way it should? And I know you all are still negotiating polling places.
1: I, you um, know, I, I'll say this: I, I'm confident. I'm optimistic because my faith leads me to be that way okay but i am working with a sense of urgency there is a we don't you don't give up until november 4th (laughs) you know what i mean like you know we don't stop and who knows this thing may go past november uh, third. you know and so right now yeah i'm optimistic because of the work we're doing but i don't concede nor do i take that for granted because You know, we I I, listen, I got to talk to you to to go back to your reference about black men. I have good friends, some who've been in the political game who said, does voting really work? Does it really matter? Mm. And I'm like, man, you you've been in this, you know. And so if you who are a veteran in this arena are starting to put that narrative out there, then, you know, that that shows me something. And so I'm not taking it for granted that we still have to convince folks that it matters. I know who they, I know who they would vote for. Hell, I just got to get you to the poll. I just got to get you to get active. Right. Uh, And consistently when in the state of Wisconsin, I'll tell you now, there is one of the, one of the things is we're dealing with voter fatigue. Right. And you see that in a lot of the rural areas where people who voted for uh, the current president, are now sick and tired. They're sick and tired of just the thing that, that he's been exposed. Now, I don't know where the hell these people have been, Rev. I mean, you, you and I have seen this. How many times, can, if a person shows you who they really are, I think it was my Angelo believe him. He showed us a long time ago. But for whatever reason, some people are just now getting to the point where, okay, now we see him for who he really is, and now they're tired. And, and usually when people get that tired, that's when the change comes. And so, those same people that went from Obama to Trump, I think, are going to come back to Biden Harris.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hope so because this, this is a pivotal moment. Wisconsin is key. Yeah, um, I'm wishing you all the best in terms of the polling locations and people you. being able. That is, I mean, that's just scientifically urgent. Um, Y'all got to get that done. Um, And um, um, thankful to you, brother, um, for all you've been doing and for standing up and giving that guidance and direction. We got to get beyond this conversation. Does voting really matter? Well, honestly, sometimes it hasn't because we've not had people represent us who gave it up. That's right. But if we're going to have any hope We just have to get back out there and vote, and vote for people who actually do give a damn and follow up. And I and I think you, Representative Fields, are an example. Thank you. you. Serving your community, and we need to lift up more uh, African American elected officials like yourself who are doing that work um, and are still visible in the community and trying to make that difference, Um, folks. If you know, if you have loved ones in Wisconsin, particularly in Milwaukee. Tell them to get out to vote Don't right. let Representative Fields does not want his state for a second presidential cycle. Right? Okay. Right. Am I right?
1: You right. We, we we can't have it. We we. I, I, I saw that movie already. I saw that movie.
2: Right. No, and they don't deserve that, and we don't want that uh, uh, to happen um, again. Um, I mean, the convention was in Milwaukee yep. for obvious reasons. Well, it, we couldn't have the convention. Right. You, on our way there, brother, all yeah. of us, you would have seen me, yeah. you know, but for, I promise you. But, you know, uh, it it's still, there was a presence and there was an acknowledgement of that city uh, and that community, and that's critical. Representative Jason Fields, representing the 11th district in Milwaukee. Um, brother, let's stay in touch. You're a good soldier, brother. Thank you, Rev. Thank you for joining us here on Make It Plain. God, you are our refuge. Send our ancestors to guard our doors. Cast out this virus from our communities and our bodies. Heal, bless, and protect everyone listening and their loved ones. Thank you for listening to Make It Plain and Get Woke. Remember to listen, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If all minds are clear, it has been Made Plain.